ain't nothing but another calculated scheme to get us locked up, shut up and back and say, who denies us the future, rob our names, kept my history a mystery, but now I see, the American dream wasn't meant for me, cause Lady Liberty's a hypocrisy lied to me, while it's for freedom, education, equality, never gave me nothing but slavery, and now look at how dangerous it made me, calling me a madman, cause it's strong and bold, with this gun full of knowledge of the lies it told, promised me emancipation, and this new nation, all you ever gave my people was salvation, fathers of the country never cared for me, they kept my ancestors shackled up in slavery, and Uncle Sam never did a damn thing for me, that lie about the facts in my history, so now I'm sitting here mad cause I'm unemployed, but the government's glad cause they enjoy it, when my people are down, so they can screw us around, time to save the government now, pass the power. Immunity. I strike America like a case of heart disease. Pass the power is running through my arteries. Try to stop me, oh boy, you'll be clawed to death. Cause I'll be fighting for my freedom with my dying breath. Do you remember? That's what I'm asking you. You think you're living free? Don't make me laugh at you. Open your eyes, realize you've been locked in chains. Said you wasn't civilized and stole your name. Cause the time has passed. Seek to all forget. There is no liberty for you and me. We ain't free yet. Pass the power. Government now, pass the power. 
basically what I'm saying this evening to the EOTM listeners. Uh, it's been on my heart for, for several months on how um, growing up in a black church, my dad was a pastor, and my dad always say, you know, before we was a superintendent of the school board, we were the superintendent of the deacon board. You know, we loved our neighbor. It doesn't matter if you graduated from Penn State or just got out the state pen. We loved our neighbor. Again, doors was never closed. And when I sit back and look and see what's really, really going, I'm just very concerned. Uh, I know God is the head of my house. It's just the fact that the church was the powerful backbone of the civil rights movement. What, what are we doing now? You know, people are crying for help. You know, I decided to kind of bring this to attention tonight. Uh, my co-host, Carla B., is a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to do the show solo. So if you have any questions, please call in at 718-664-6543. And let's talk about the role of the black church. What are we doing today? We're not here to put anyone. I'm sorry, Carla? No, no, I was going to say something, but go ahead. Yeah, we're not here to um, to, 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 to pinpoint any church. It's just to affect me personally. Um, my dad was a minister, you know, and we did things. You know, we, we had outreach and, and youth, but we went out into the streets, you know, and the door was always open. And it seemed that even our own members, is actually for help, our, our, our doors are, are closing, you know, even if you're paying your tithes. So what is really, really going on? You know, so there's just some things I wanted to kind of bring up. Again, this might kind of ruffle the feathers, but um, even there are our own issues going on, the black-on-black crime, you know, why, why, why are our churches are not really addressing that particular issue? We're outraged. I know I'm outraged, and our ministers should be outraged in that pulpit. So I'm just concerned what's going on. But Carla B., I know you had a, a, a question. Yeah, I had to, Yeah, a couple of things, but I'm just sitting back and, and just, you know, chilling and checking it out checking out what you're bringing to the table tonight, and I do want to commend you on on talking about this. I actually produced a a series of shows on the black church a couple years ago, more so like four or five years ago, um, but it was more on prosperity preaching different churches in the South um, and actually around the country. But So my show was on prosperity preaching. I think you're bringing a a different angle with what you're talking about tonight, and I definitely feel that it's something we should be talking about. And um, I understand why people don't, because they don't want to ruffle the feathers of of these pastors and, and whatnot. But we we should because they're accountable. And and we're when we go to church on Sundays, and I don't know if I'm going a little bit on another a, a tangent, and I don't want to, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like if we are going to church every Sunday and we're paying our tithes. We are, we're going there for a reason. We, we want to be saved. We, we're trying to get to heaven, but how are we going to put our, you know, all this in, in the pastor's hands when they don't even necessarily have things right? You know what I'm saying? So we've got to be really, really careful, you know, the churches that we uh, attend because, you know, a lot of these pastors are out here today and not just in the black church, but, you know, a lot of them are on, on a different agenda so to speak. Right, so I, right. I just wanted to say that. And I can tell you on September 8th, I am going to be calling a, a press conference in front of a church. And, again, I know people are supporting behind the scenes, even on Facebook, you know. Even my spiritual advisor is a head of a church. said, Jill, I do understand, you know, what's going on. So it's time to stop talking and start taking action, you know, into the immediate future. I would advise I'm going to be devising a plan to step up a meeting with agenda in place to come up with solutions to these 
situation plaguing our communities. All pastors will be invited to attend this forum along with the media, uh, law enforcement, and our mayor. It's time to take the power of the pulpit out of the churches and into the neighborhood. And I'm calling out all pulpit ambassadors to come forth, and either way you will be called out, period. You know, so, uh, you know, one thing about uh, we dealing with stuff like this, uh, you know, I, I'm not a, a, a afraid to take criticism. I know this is going to kind of take a lot of criticism. They're going to like, okay, who are you to be telling me what's going on? Because there's a young lady already, uh, one of my Facebook friends are, you know, asking me questions, you know, where's the black man in the church? Where's the black man? I mean, that is a question. Where's the black man in the church? You know, people are kind of frustrated. You know, but I know I believe in God. You know, I put him first because he's really blessing me and my organization. But we just need to, we need the black church to get more. If they're involved, they need to be more involved publicly, not behind closed doors. Now, there are certain churches here in Atlanta that I know that they're out doing in the community. So I'm not saying all churches are like that, but the majority of them, a lot of people that I know are, are feeling the same way that I'm feeling. So uh, we must continue to kind of, um, go back to the old school with our churches that used to be, and it starts from the power of the pulpit, you know, and things like that, you know, because we have the power. I mean, even back in the civil rights movement where, we, where churches stick together, and I know there's a church on every corner here in Atlanta, and this pastor really don't even know this pastor or what, what they're doing or whatever. So it's time to start to kind of come together and, 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 and start working together. Do you kind of agree with that, Carla? Yes, yes, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. And again, and again, I'll say that um, you know I definitely commend you for what you're doing and bringing this this um, to the table because it's something that really needs to be discussed. It's right. affecting there, everyone. There. So. Right. So, and another. So there's a. I'm going to kind of. I I was on the call with a young lady. Um, again, we're going to keep continuing on that. But I was on the call with a young lady that was on CNN about the Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, case, uh, you know, that's, of course, is still going on. And um, actually, um, the young lady I was talking to uh, actually was retained and arrested um, because of they saying that, that she was, um, I don't know if she was saying considered criminal trespassing or it was something that it was more like a retaliation move. And I told her that, you know, to keep her spirit up, you know, you, you, you stood up for justice and you continue to stand up for justice. And she wants me to kind of advise her and also give her attorney on, on, on how she can kind of say her civil rights has been violated or possible a lawsuit because she was never charged with nothing. She was just retained in jail for like 13 hours, you know. So, and then I got another call today uh, in Oxford, Mississippi, where the police beat up a young man, and they admitted they had the wrong person, and now they're nervous, you know. But then this is where the churches can come in at and, 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 and rally up and, and, and expose, you know, the, the corruption that's going on, you know, in our community. So, you know, calls are coming in. It's just the fact that we need the power of the people. You know, we, we, we need our people. We need our churches, you know, to get back out into the streets and, 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 and rally and, 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 and protest and, and take our community back and save our children. You know, I, I spoke today at a um, at an alternative school that I do every Tuesday, and you never know what these kids are going through, even going on at home. They put tears in my eyes where I know our young people go out and do commit crimes and, and make mistakes. It might be a serious mistake, but you never know what these kids are going through. Talking to a young man, both parents on meth, 
you know, he got to go home and, 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 and see it's not this young man right now is in, is in the hospital crying for help, you know. So there's a lot lot going on, you know, but at the same time, we got to continue to uh, to save our youth. Again, you are listening to, um, my name is Gerald Rose. You listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice here live on EOTMRadio.com. If you want to be a part of the show, please call in at 718-664-6543. We're talking about the role of the black church and just other issues that you might want to call in and bring up. There's a lot going on nationwide. I don't know if you know about this, Carla. There was a young girl in Mississippi. I think she was six years old. Uh, she was getting bullied in school, you know, and her face is really, really bad beat up. You know, the school told the parent that she fell off uh, the slide, but actually she was, was badly, badly getting bullied in school. You know, that, that's happened to me. And this is a six-year-old beautiful child. Yes, you can, wow. you can Google that. It's very sad. I'm like, man, six years old? I mean, it looks like she was basically, yeah, basically like a child abuse, Carla. If you see this, this this photo, and it put me in tears. I mean, six years old, but where is the outrage? Why nobody right. rallying and protesting for that? But then again, soon as somebody else do something to us from another race, we're outraged. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Very sad. It's just really, Very really sad. aggravating, you know. And, uh, again, justice got to be served for, 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 for Michael Brown, you know, but at the same time, justice needs to be served for this little six-year-old beautiful little girl. Right. You know, it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just, you know, and then I watched the news last week, two 16-year-olds, um, you know, doing home invasions. I think there was a little, a nine-year-old little boy, you know, just in his house, you know, bullet come through the house, straight bullet, he get killed. Where's the outrage? Yeah. Where's our where's our pastors? Where's our churches? You what do know? you see? What do you see things going? Just, I mean, all this cra- craziness within the world. <laughs> Gun violence wow. was going on in Chicago and Ferguson and mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, Oakland. I mean, everywhere. Is there so much civil unrest? Um, right. I know I have my thoughts on, on, on things. What are your thoughts on you, is well, things going to get better? Well, I don't know. It seems like to me it's, it's the last days. I have I don't see it getting better. I even even hate thinking like that, you know. And sometimes I be thinking like, man, why is I'm is I'm wasting my time out here doing things if nothing is getting no. Pro- I can't wake people up, you know. As I'm, you know, it's just the fact. But it kind of keeps me stronger because I listen to the old pastors. I listen to the old tapes with, with the church that keeps me going. You know, so I know you have your. What, what is your input? What do you think where we're headed? It's, it's, it's really sad. I know it's just real, real sad what's going on, and there's not enough outrage when we're killing each other. That's just my opinion. Period. Right, right. Um, I mean, I just think definitely something something needs to change. I, I think in order for things to really get better in this world, we as people have to really start loving each other and have a little bit more compassion towards one another. And I do, I'm in a location where it's a little bit background noise, so definitely excuse me. But, um, yeah, I think it has to all, we have to come back around to to love and um, and just bring back humanity because if we don't, um, things are, they're not going to get better. We just, I mean, we need love. And that may sound um, crazy, but not necessarily crazy. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, I can't 
think of that particular word I'm looking for right now, but, you know, it, it definitely all comes back around, and we, we definitely need love. Yeah, that, that is very true. You know, it's sometimes I've been watching the news is very depressing at sometimes, but, you know, myself, I got I got to keep up what's going on, but sometimes I be want to turn that mess off. You know, I used to call it say we shouldn't watch TV for a while. It's to that point to me, like, I'm tired of seeing the, the negative news what's going on, and when you do something positive, it's saying, like, the, the media doesn't want to report that. You know, we have an, uh, be a, we're going to be a part of a team summit coming up on September 20th to talk about all these issues and, and talk about when the police stop you, what you need to do and stuff like that. So we got some stuff in place, you know, agenda or whatever. Again, you know, we have a long way to go, but at least, you know, we, we got to start somewhere. You know, so all the yeah, negative definitely. stuff gets thrown. Right, all the negative yeah. stuff gets thrown at. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, all the negative stuff get thrown my way or whatever, you know, my dad told me, you know, if, if you can't have a criticism, this is the wrong business. So, I mean, exactly. I'm, you know, we're doing something. And, and, and to my New Order family, I just love all of them um, nationwide and just, 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 having my, just having my back, you know. And we're getting results. Our new motto, before we get involved, we want to get results. You know, there was a young man um, that was not getting his a medical, um, the right medical uh, attention in the Lucas County mm-hmm. Jail in Toledo, Ohio. You know, we kind of got involved in that. Uh, next thing I know, the nurse has, has has seen him. You know, so you just can't just be sitting around just taking everything. You must you must you must stand well, up and, and and take action. I don't think I've, enough people are doing that. That's just my honest opinion. Great, you know, I agree. So. I agree. That's true. That that's true. I want to um um say something to the listeners or um direct them to a site. We um EOTM Media Group. We have launched a, a new site dedicated to the truth movement. And if I mean, if you were a news watcher and it, you, you're um stand up today with all this things that's going on in the world, you realize that we're not really getting the true story all the time. So we've right. on one of our blogs, EOTMOnline.com. You know, we've always um, been a source for alternative media, and we actually just created a, a brand new site dedicated to that. So you don't have to filter through the entertainment news anymore. You can go straight to www.worldorder-news.com. That is a, a, a new site dedicated to truth and news. So if you're looking to get information on what's really going on behind what's really going on, then you definitely want to go there. Again, the website is www.worldorder-news.com, and there's a a ton of different humanism. Um, We're talking about, you know, what's going on with the um, flight MH70, what's going on in Ukraine, the real story behind ISIS, and, and for some reason our... That site is down right now. That's really weird. Um, mm-hmm. But you know how it is when you're when you're trying to do something um, right, good right. for the people. You know, um, oh, yeah. there's oh, some yeah. things that try to tear you down. But yeah, the, the website is www.worldorder-news.com. And okay, I got it. Check it out. Okay, it's back I'm up. Sure yeah, it's do. back up. Yeah, I was um, I went to the wrong thing, but really quick since I have it up, I'll just read a couple of tabs and regards to exactly what we're talking about. 
All right, so we're talking about the police state, transhumanism, um, U.S., I mean, UFO disclosure, and we have a, a series of shows on whistleblowers that will be aired right here on EOTMRadio.com. I'm the host of that show. Um, again, the website is www.worldorder-news.com and is dedicated to the, the truth and news movement, um, helping people to um, see what's really going on from the um, immunizations. You, you go to, to the doctors to have your, your infants and your young ones um, immunized. Um, we talk about some of the food that we eat in the United States and how a lot of those ingredients are banned in other countries. So there's a lot of information that we share on that website and there's um, we start our sources and everything. So it's not just mumbo jumbo from the um, left side of my brain. It's um, definitely real news from reliable sources um, around the world. Wow, most definitely. I'm going to look that up probably. That sounds real, real nice. And the bottom line, too many people stand back and stand instead of stand up. Mm-hmm. Again, too many people stand back instead of stand up. It's time to stand mm-hmm. up, basically. It's time to stop talking about it but be about it. Stop complaining about it, you know. And I always tell you know, my, my, my New Order New Order family that, you know, I'm tired, like I told earlier, I'm tired of marching and protest. That's not going to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to get out and vote. You got to know the law, you know. You got to take And back in the day in our churches, they took action. You know what I mean? When something went down in our community, you know, uh, we, 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 we marched down to the uh, the city council, to, to, to the government center. You know, how come we can't just sacrifice? And, my, and I got to say a, a, a shout-out to Mr. Uh, Christopher Adams, Sr. in Toledo. And uh, that's a strong, strong brother. He don't want to admit he's the next voice in Toledo, but he is. And we talk all the time, you know, and when the, when the water crisis was going on in the city of Toledo, you know, how come just that particular Sunday, instead of being in your church, come out the church walls and let's all have church in front of the mayor's office and question what is going on with this water situation. And I know it's bigger than the mayor. It's just the fact no one, not just Toledo, I don't think America right now is doing that right now. They're not doing it. They're not sacrificing because that is the power. is our black church. I was a witness of it. You know, right. he was very, very active. And I just, if I see it, I don't really see it no more. Right. You know, I know a lot of churches, 501c3, they have to protect their, their nonprofit. You know, I do understand, because I'm doing some research on why they're not really, really out there. But at the same time is that our people are suffering. Right. We feel good on yeah. Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, you know, we are in a, considered a, a mode of we're lost, you know, right. and talking to these kids on Tuesday when we're supporting them, but we're not getting support from the parents or even from the churches, we're defeating the purpose, you know. So, again, I, I hope that we do have some callers to call in and be a part of, 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 this, of, of this program tonight because I think this is something that we need to talk about, and it's been on my heart actually for a while just the fact God said, you know what, time to go ahead and, 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 and start calling out people. And I can tell you, on September 8th, I'm going to be standing in front of a church, Carla, to explain on how it used to be from the black church standpoint. 
Yeah, you know. yeah. I want to um, let's take a really quick um, song break, Gerald, and when we come back, okay. we do have a couple callers, and we can um, go ahead and, and um, chime in with them and see what's up. Hold tight, yeah. We'll take a really quick commercial break, and we'll be back to correcting the system of unequal justice.
some Karis One, boy, I could hear that all day. Uh, my name is Gerald Rose. You listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice with my co-host, Ms. Carla B. If you want to be a part of this program tonight, please call in at 718-664-6543. Uh, we're going to go to Mr. Christopher Adams uh, out of Toledo, Ohio. Christopher Adams, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Man, what's going on with you, bro? Oh, man. Sitting at the table uh, and dealing with my, my favorite cousin, uncle, brother. <laughs> His name is Bill. You know, when the postman, you know, always come to my house, he leave one of them relatives <laughs> in my mailbox. So right. you, you got to pay them every time you turn around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, tell me, uh, first of all, uh, congratulations what you're doing in the community, man. Give a little... I know you've been on the show a couple of times. Give a little input what you're doing, Toledo, and also I want to I want you to give me some advice what you think about the role of the black church and also I think you have a speaking engagement coming up. Is it this month or next month? No, it's this month. Yeah, this month. Uh, okay, so give a little background about yourself, whatever you know. Even though people might not call in, but we're averaging over well over like three thousand listeners now, so people are listening to this show. You know, so kind of tell the listeners, you know, you know, briefly what you do in Toledo and what you got going on, and 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 the reason why you you called in tonight. Well, the reason I called in tonight, I was just listening to the segment. You know, I call in, or I listen every time you guys come on. But it's very important to have people calling in, not just listening, but but becoming part of what you guys are, are the message and words you're getting out there because it is getting out there so i believe that uh you know if you add to what someone's trying to do and it's all positive eventually uh, a piece of a pie will, will get recognized the other three quarters of it might get ate up and and nobody you know want, want to do anything about it they sit back and get full but that one quarter of a pie is going to, going to really taste good and, and people are going to really you know, start absorbing the greatness that people do, period. Um, what we do here, first of all, I'm, I'm up here as the men's advocate for new order, uh, new order for life. Joe, uh, you know, not because you know you're coming. Now you know you're coming to Atlanta, right? You and the, you, you and the wife and the kids. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but yeah, we uh, you, you know, I'm up here representing New Order, uh, just, just dealing with a lot of the the men. Period, the older men, just just trying to get messages out to them. Uh, but we also collaborate with Building Tomorrow Generations. That's what you know. I'm the executive director of that program, and we work with the youth right. out here that are making unhealthy choices, bad decisions, mm-hmm. and um, you know, getting in trouble in school or at home. You know, the thing that I'm finding, Joe, just from listening to uh, you and Carla B's conversation. By the way, how you doing, Miss Carla? Can she hear me, Joe? Yeah, she's a little under the weather today. Oh, okay. She, she's listening, <laughs> yeah. She, I'm quite sure she heard you. Go ahead. Okay. But, uh, you know, what boggles my mind, you know, we hear the from the, the schoolyard to the prison yard mentality. Man, we better wake up, Joe. My That's son right. turned 16 right. years old the other day. And uh, my wife texted me and said, hey, can you take Brandon some, some food up to to the school for lunch? And, I mean, we've been doing this 
from day one from our oldest son, Eric, who, you know, he's the one that's the Olympic champion. You know, he signed a deal with Nike. And he just actually uh, endorsed the FERC's Air Jordan high jump shoe. Wow. So uh, you'll be seeing wow. that, seeing him on the commercials coming out. Wow. But uh, we we do this all the time, and man, I got stopped by the principal telling me for future references, uh, we don't allow uh, parents to bring food up to the children, uh, to the kids up here. Uh, we don't allow birthday balloons. We we don't allow none of that. And if the kid can't get their their lunch while they're at home and bring it to school, if they can't do that, then they're just gonna have to starve. And first thing that came to my mind is that's you guys' problem. You don't listen. How you know if that kid the house didn't burn down last night? How do you know right. if he even had something in at home? Or how do you know if he didn't just get off the road? Which we have done. We have came from Atlanta and got right in town about 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. They take a shower, get dressed, and go to school. So how do you right. know these things didn't happen? And why is it such a problem for a, a parent to come recognize that, number one, he's 16, he made it. There's a lot of 16-year-olds that are dying out here. So why right. can't we recognize that? The other problem I have is no longer can you go to your child class. They want to call your child down to the room. I'm like, hold on, what's the problem? Well, it's for your safety. Who 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 I'm being safe against? You or somebody in the building? So they're right. constantly they're constantly bullying these kids. So Chris, hold on. So you saying you know back in the day how you could just pop up at your child's class? So you saying you can't just you can't sign do in no the principal sign in the principal office, right? And you just can. go in there and just so you can't even do that no more. No, sir. You have to wait into wow. the attendance office, and that's because Gerald, for the last couple of years since we started. Building Tomorrow Generation. I have represented three different uh, children. Uh, I call them children because they're younger than me. I don't use the word kids because kids are billy goats, man. So I don't use okay. kids. So I, you know, I say children or young men, okay. young ladies. But I've represented right. three of them in the last, you know, two years that their whole life would have been turned around had I not stepped in and added my legal knowledge that I know and just my ability to help the single mother that was was needing the help. So the problem is they don't allow you to go to the school. They call you up or tell you, oh, your child is being bad or your child is doing this in class, but you can't go see it. So it's their word against no word. That's got to stop. We as we as parents have to step up and, and demand. These are public schools. So you, public mean I'm able to walk wherever. Now, I understand you should have rules, but if my child is if I want to see my child, I should be able to go in, sign in the building, and even if you right. got to have your little CPO, which is one of them little in-school police security, whatever you want to call them, right, even right. if they walk me to the class that they're in at that present moment, I'm fine with that. Don't say you're worried about, you know, safety of me and then the teachers. Well, it's just like those those ministers that are, you know, feel they got to carry guns down. What God you serve? What have you done in the church so bad with people coming in and shooting you now where you feel right. you got to carry a gun? Quit doing the, the ungodly things and the unethical things, and you ain't got to worry about your safety. I don't worry about safety, period, with my life because I'm good to everybody. And I'm glad you said that, Chris. You know, we talk about the churches all the time. I know you are very spiritual. Spiritual man, I know your wife is really into church, and we kind of agree on certain things, how we need to just come out and just sacrifice for one Sunday and take the church outside the building and make a stand. And like I said, um, this is going on across America. And give me your input on what you think 
Again, we're not out here to try to put the churches on on blast, but you know, what you think? How compare back in the day what the churches used to do and what they're doing now? Well, there really isn't no comparison. You know, uh, as I mentioned to you, I, I mentioned to your father on the phone. He was he was an inspiration to me because I I seen him. I walked past him at a job when I was had just turned fifteen years old. And he was outside picketing a, a local company here, which is national. Uh, if you look at your commercial, whenever people see the Anderson windows, they're part of the Anderson company up here or the Anderson right. grain. But I used to work there, and at the time, there wasn't no blacks really working there. So your father was out there picking in with a whole bunch of ministers and people at that time. Nowadays, we don't have that, period. We don't have no ministers. I'm telling you, you can you can try, and, and I can't say I can because I never tried to do it, but I've mm-hmm. heard from a few other people say, man, I asked this church to, you know, come in and sponsor or don't make a donation and can't get them to do this. So the churches now and have been for a while have become institutionalized, and that's why I had to go and read the Bible from front to back, bro, and then I stay inside of it now because I got so tired of preachers always giving something that's that's redistributed out of the word instead of giving mm-hmm. it to how it's written. Like they tell you, oh, the Bible says I should live off the fruits of thy spirits. No, you're living off the fruits of labor of other people. And the mm-hmm. Bible don't tell you to do that. Right, <laughs> it right. don't. So how are you driving a Bentley and you got half of your your congregation that that's sitting here walking in church. How you how you flying? Can you, can you repeat death? that again? How how are you sitting here driving a Bentley and you know eighty five percent of your congregation is walking to church? How are you flying private jets, selling CDs all on TV, but your congregation? have people that's unemployed or are walking back to their communities that are dilapidated. How can you do yeah. that? How can you right. sleep at night, bro? Yeah. So <laughs> you, 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 you hit it right done. on the point right there. You hit it right on the point. And I believe in prosperity and understand, but, you know, when your members are suffering, that's where as a pastor need to come out and, because he's, they, they're the one, I, I, uh, you know, help paying them bills, keeping them lights on. You know what I mean? Right, and then when you, you have a five hundred one c three, you got to dance a little to the tune uh, if you're getting funding. See, our five hundred one c three up here, nobody's funded it. I, I've been spending my own money out of my pocket from day one, bro. Out of my mm-hmm. own savings, I, I I closed up my four hundred one k and started that organization, bro. Two years ago, and there ain't too many people that's gonna tell you they closed their four hundred one k. Paid so, the so, so you and, never got no support. Did you ever try to go to any of the churches there to get some support I, for I've your program? Through, I've been through several churches, brother. <laughs> the only one that wow. that was supporting it, the pastor died. He died. He he had gave me the whole top floor of the church. We were gonna go in and remodel it. Me and a, a few of the members, because you know that's what I do. We were going to go and remodel it and everything and start the, the program up there. The pastor said, you can have all access to up here. Now, some of the, the old deacons and all of them couldn't understand why he was letting this newbie come in there to do all this. So they had right. the attitude, you know, but the pastor wasn't worried about it because he was more concerned about capturing the youth. He said, we need this ministry in this church. 
So and he ended up dying six months later. Mm. So, you know, after he passed, you know, the, the church to this day, it's been well over a year, the church to this day still doesn't have a regular pastor, and the members are deleting so bad. Another problem is that we still are in this fashion show industry in churches. Mm. Up here it used to be Friendship and, and, and St. James was the biggest churches up here. Everybody was at Friendship or St. James. St. James is, has went out of business now, and I say out of business because if they were – if they were kingdom-minded and kingdom-building, they would still have a flock. But unfortunately, they got bigger than what they can be, so everything started crumbling on them. Now they, it's a school inside the building. I don't know if they right. have anything to do with it or not. Is that the church? Like now, is that the church that was on Nebraska? That's the one that was on Nebraska and went across the Close to Burn, right? Was that close to Burn? Yes, sir. They built a big old sanctuary okay. and everything. That's, okay. that's no longer St. James. And then oh, Friendship, okay. uh, he's losing quite a bit of members, and everybody's flocking over to this new pastor now. And that man, when you see people all on Facebook recording people that that that's, uh, if they got the Holy Ghost, fine. If not, it's a lot of the same music in the same churches, and it's the same dances. To me, mm-hmm. that's the thing to be seen. But if you got to sit there and film somebody having the Holy Spirit in them. Then I mm-hmm. got a problem with that because church ain't meant to be filmed. It's meant to to if God is moving in the building and let it let, let that spirit move. That's just my That's personal right. opinion. So right, we're, right, we're right. more of, I mean, I could sit in church, man. I can't tell you how many I can look right at at iPads and phones and everybody on Facebook, bro. So <laughs> so it's it's become commercialized and industrialized. Right, so we right, need to right. we need to change that around. How do we do it? It starts from the head on down. Now, I understand if you got an iPad and you looking up the Bible because I got the Bible on my phone. But man, I'm talking. You can see the big clear blue Facebook logo at the top of everything you look mm. at. You can't mm. miss it. That's a difference. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that 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 is very true because I know um, that is going on. You know, and I, I, I Chris, I really applaud you on um you know what you're doing and stuff like that and I, I seen the, the, the march they had in, in Toledo that you you, you, you were their voice and to my understanding even ever, ever since the march that took place, uh my understanding of talking to you, there's been no um should I say any unity since then, is that correct? Or then I might be wrong. Like any kind of follow up work. It ain't just Toledo, it's, it's everywhere. It's here in Atlanta as well. You know, that that um we we'll do something and once the momentum go down, we go back into our uh, to our separate communities, you know. At least, you know, your, yourself, your organization, New Order is still out there. We're very cons- we're very consistent. You got to be consistent because people would take you they would take you serious. You know what I mean? Right. If you're not consistent, people take you as a joke. So when you make statements saying that you're going to do this and do that, follow up, and you don't do it, you know, people are watching that. Then they don't take you serious. So explain the importance of consistent what you're doing in in in, in your program. When you when you say consistent, well, it's, it's one it's a couple things that that we teach here is being firm, fair, and consistent. We firm about what we do. We don't take no shorts. We don't allow people to come in and dictate how the program is structured, because mm-hmm. what we're doing is effective. We're twenty and O, where we have had all twenty students were all F students. I'm talking F. A couple of them might have had a D. Forever on their grade cards, not passing to the next grade. All mm-hmm. those 20 students have either been now promoted from the 8th grade 
to high school now to the ninth mm-hmm. or graduated from high school and they all are on the honor roll. And you're not getting no support from the churches. And when I, I hear get that, no support from churches or the or, or this city, the city. Well, not even your own I, church home that you go to where you pay tithes. And again, I might be rubbing feathers, but hey, I don't even I don't even have a church home. After the last one disappointed me, bro, I don't even have a church home. My tithing is when I give back to the communities at hand, and when I when I'm helping these youth, I, I, I'm already putting my own money in it. But I, the tithe. From the word tithe is your time Or it don't necessarily have to be monetary But I no longer put my money In anybody's tithe basket If I go to a church I'll make an offering Because the Bible also says Do not give grudgingly So if I sit there and say Oh I'm going to start tithing in this church Maybe I'll join And I give them 10% of my earnings But I know that this church Isn't doing for, for the church I'm not giving my money to nobody that's not putting back into the into the flock. I just can't do it. It's not happening. I understand. Period. And I, I do understand where you're coming from on that, you know. And and, and like I said, um, I sit here and watch videos, and, and, and like my dad said, Dr. King was a preacher first, you know, and uh, we, they, they were preachers, you know. And, and doing things strongly is just the fact that, it's like that we done lost the momentum. Especially, man, I don't know if you heard about that case, Chris, about that little girl in, in Mississippi uh, where she was being bullied at the age of six. And if you see this young girl's face, it put tears in my eyes. I'm like, where is the outrage? You know, no one's saying nothing. I you know, so yeah, matter of fact, well, I'm going to put it on your page, you know, okay. and you're going to go, and when you see this pretty little girl, man, I guarantee you're going to be touched, but no one's saying nothing. You know, you know, but so does somebody else do something to us. You know, we talk about this all the time, Chris. Mm-hmm. You know, we're upset, we're mad and all this, and, you know, we have the right to be upset. And like Michael Brown, he was murdered, but we're still murdering ourselves, and the thing is not getting the same outrage or, of course, the publicity, the same publicity, you know, but, again, we have to blame ourselves. If we got into the streets and that stuff like that happens or whatever, we will get the same, but they know that we're not. We 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 we're not focused on that when that stuff happened to us. Yeah, they, they, it's, a here, it's a here today, gone tomorrow, and the problem That's is that the, the, the bottom line is uh, n- no one, as far as the African American people, and it's been known from from back in Africa on down to to America mm-hmm. when 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 we were taken over, our countries was taken over. We did not really know how to unite. All it takes, man, we got Oprah, we got Tyler Perry, we got Tyrese, we got all these people that has money. But see, what what they're afraid of is just what happened to some of these other uh, people in the industry. As soon as they start saying, hey, I'm done with you, then things start mm-hmm. happening to them. They got to start really trusting and understanding that you need to put back in to where you started from. But it's a right. known fact. I had a cartoon that I put on Facebook months ago about a guy wanted to be a famous rapper and this and that, and the guy was sitting behind the desk with the devil horn and the pitchfork. Said, "Okay, I'm gonna give you these bags of money, but you can you can only spend the money uh, amongst the industry. You cannot take any of the money back to your community or your people. You can't buy no cars for nobody." And the guy said, "Okay, cool. I still want the money." So he sold his soul to the devil. 
You know, when you mm-hmm. see the people putting their little eye, their, their fingers up with, with with the circle around their eye, man, that's serious, man. That, that's 666, man. It's serious. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. subliminal messages that are true. You know, when you see them putting that that pyramid triangle up with their eyes, man, you see Jay-Z and all them, that's serious, man. People need I know exactly to what you're saying. That. They need right. to understand it's serious. But we have enough people, man, it's enough African-American here in Toledo. If they all, and I've, I've tried this, Gerald, and I'm going to let you know mm-hmm. I tried it. I, I asked everybody to donate a 1,000 pennies, which is $10. I said, if everybody donate a thousand pennies, we as a nonprofit organization is trying to raise twenty five thousand dollars, and we're going to start in each community and, and, and paint up the houses as much as we can get. I had contractors that was going to going to donate their services, man. Contractors, mm. and they wasn't black contractors. The black contractors act like they couldn't even help. They didn't even want to right. donate this time. But I had the, I had other contractors like Chris, man, whatever you need, bro. You know, we'll we'll teach them the trade. You know, we'll come in and, and donate. To, I said, well, you can write your time off at my nonprofit. That way, you can get, you know, you can write it off and, and you can get a, a tax credit. So mm-hmm. I was willing to give the nonprofit. I was willing to raise this money, but do you know, several people were like, man, that's a scam. You trying to trying to uh, scam people? I'm like, man, if you gonna miss a thousand pennies, then I don't even need you to be on this, this questioning nothing on this page. But we so we so impoverished in our mentality that we mm-hmm. don't know how to think straight. We'll go spend $150 on a bottle just to say we got a bottle, but we won't spend $10 on making sure that we get the, the yards and stuff cleaned up in the neighborhood, the burnt-up houses, making sure that we get it cleaned up around and get it at least boarded up to the hopefully the city can come get it. We won't no, we'll go spend some money on some Air Jordans. Exactly. You know, so I we understand. To, we 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 line up and and fight on buying some Air Jordans, but we don't even line up and fight and 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 and, and, and vote. You know what I mean? Exactly. And line and vote. So our 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 our, <laughs> our focus is just off. Very right off. It's we've just been sad, way, man. We've been this way it's for sad. years, Joe. And they say right. we are never going to get it. You know, they want to talk about the ever. Uh, Americans, oh, they they taking over everything in the, in the cities and this and that. Well, you know what? They know how to put their money together and make it happen. Right. You know, I had Period. opportunities to go to go to Jacksonville State University and, and and speak to the college students. You know, and a young girl in high school was saying, you know, Mr. Rose, I am concerned of what's going on. You know, I'm scared to go to school every day because of the bullying and and the peer pressure and, and things. So our young kids are afraid right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So again, it, it's going on, and, and that was in you know Alabama. So it was happening everywhere. So that's why I feel that if our churches get more involved with our kids, and of course it starts at home. I do understand that, but I know that church was home away from home. You know what I mean? You, oh yeah, it was. Past the door was always open or whatever. You ain't got to go through five secretaries just to get to the pastor. You know, and it's just it's just it's, it's politics now. You know that's going on or whatever. So I, I, I just hoping man that one day that you know myself and yourself and we all just wake up and be like how it used to be. But what's going on right now? I don't see it, Chris. I don't I see don't it either, bro. I, and then some of these pastors need to just pass the torch. Right, right. Torch. You right. Get somebody and, else that that that's really believing in the word, uh, right. living by the word. I mean, when I say living by the word, man, I'm not perfect, girl. 
far as me neither. Yeah, I, I got a long way to go to but, as well. But, I always I tell can, people I ain't perfect. But I can tell people, man, you, you ain't going to hear nobody say, man, dude was out cheating on his wife. Or, man, dude was out there, man, you know, slaying drugs. And this, you ain't going to see none of that on me. Now, my but past life, when I was younger, you know, you you could be like, oh, I seen he was on the streets, man. That dude had long money, whatever. That's my past life, bro. That's uh, over 20 years ago. There was a young ago. girl. You know what? I'm glad you said that because even in New Order, you know, there's people been there and done that. It was a young lady. I know you've been seeing her name. Her name is Randa Copeland, and she's, you know, she's kind of over the um, Cobb County, you know, speaking to the youth or whatever, and she's been to prison. And when she talks, man, these kids are really listening to her. You know what I mean? Because when you've been there and done it, you can bring a more powerful message. Like you, I, I applaud you on the speech that you did when y'all marched against the violence in Toledo. You know, and I continue to you continue to share that that that, that video, man, because it needs to be heard, man. You know, so I don't know what you waiting on to lead that march down to City Hall. <laughs> and you know what, girl. Uh... <laughs> It's Toledo, man. You know, you know I had to throw that in, Mr. Adams. I, I know you did. You know, and, and <laughs> Mr. Rose is Toledo. The, these people are not gonna. They're, they're not gonna rally up unless now unless I get get on some sort of good media station and right, and they start right. in the concern. But right now they're they're still covering that up. All of a sudden, the the head of the water department resigning next wow. week. Wow. You know, uh, and they're trying to say that the mayor forced him to resign. Well, what, why you got to go force this guy to resign? What part did you play? Because you knew about this situation even before you was a mayor. You've been in city council for years. So come mm-hmm. on. You know, so I, I, I try to tell people, man, I, I would love to, to be more active in, in, in the political standpoint, but, man, I'm telling you, even getting people to vote. I was running for mayor, uh, not last run, but the one before that. And I tell you, in 2008, I had all my signatures. I only needed uh, 700 signatures. I had over 1,500 signatures. But 93, 94% of them were either Caucasian or another ethnicity. It wasn't black. So what does that tell you? Right. Well, Chris, I just want to say thank you again for, for calling in. Um, uh, my time is running out, man, and okay. I can just say, man, you no, no, I can say you just stay strong, you know, New Order for Life. Of course, you keep doing what you're doing, and, and I, I'm just looking forward to saying, you know what, Gerald, me and the family's on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> or even just come down, and, and I know you want to come down and be a part of the uh, – Every second Saturday when we're giving back to the community, you know that's coming up next week. That's like I said, we're consistent. We're not just doing it on the holidays or Thanksgiving, the first of the year. You know, we, we, we do that every second Saturday. Again, I want to thank you for calling in, Chris. You know, you keep strong or whatever. You know, so um, you have been listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice. My name is Gerald Rose. My um, co-host Carla B. was a little bit under the weather. We kind of held it down. Um, for her um, this this evening, uh, I just excited about um, this show. Even though you might not call in, but we're averaging well over like maybe like three thousand listeners now. So you need to call in and be a part of this because if you're not, you consider part of the part of the problem. You might could give some kind of advice or something that I can use uh, to continue to keep me strong in, in, in dealing with these issues in the community. To my New Order family in Columbus, Toledo, here in Atlanta, Oxford, Mississippi, I just love all of you all. 
even our newest members just came on board, just coming in doing the work. I just love all of y'all. Again, good night, and uh, same time next week. Love you. In two weeks, I'm sorry. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. This record is one more attempt to expand the minds of all youth worldwide. Satan is a mental disease, and its symptoms are hate, jealousy, lack of self-respect, and lack of discipline. Hear these words and strengthen yourself. Yeah. Revolution. Ready for the streets, so do we worry up. Walk up the trees and move the car. Then go and face like you could talk. Say that the devil and the dog wider. Boom, boom, bang, who's that just walk? Round the walls and the new order. Kids up fresh with the buffalo soul. You want him moving from bound for the gold. Tabernacle all that I come from road. UK story has got to be told. Concrete jungle, that's where I live. Now it's the time and the future sims. Future sims, future sims. Now it's the
revolution has now begun.